Yeah, so dear Father, um, thank you for this opportunity that you've given Becky to share with us all this morning um, the words uh, that you'd like us all to hear. I just pray that um, each one of us gets a little golden nugget from what she has to share um, and that it can, um, we can use it and build on it on, in our everyday lives. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. It's lots of fun being in the studio with Joe and Ellie. Um, <laughs> my favourite moments are the moments where one of you says something and the other one's looking, and then there's this like pause of, what did we say we were going to do next? <laughs> and it's funny because we do exactly the same thing when I'm whoever I'm hosting yeah. with. I do the same thing. I'm like, I remember I need to do this bit, and then uh, so uh, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Um, I really hope that everybody at home is having as much fun as I am. Um, I get the privilege of doing the very last of the talks in our series on things Jesus said. Um, we have been looking at uh, things that Jesus said um, from throughout the Gospels. And um, over the last term, lots of people have spoken on different uh, sayings or little bits of the message that Jesus brought to us and um, I just I think it's really encouraging it's encouraging and it's, and it's challenging when Jesus speaks um, so I hope that you have been encouraged maybe you've been encouraged to get back into your bible in a different way to read through some of the gospels again where Jesus's story is being played out um, one thing I love is the uh, the Bible describes God's word as being living and active. And actually, as we look at some of these very well-known sayings and very well-known scriptures in the Bible, actually, we're coming at them from another angle. And maybe it's helping you view them from a new perspective. Um, the Bible, yeah, it's living and active. There's always something new to find, even in something that we know really well. So today... I'm talking about something Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew. It's Matthew 28, 19, and many of you who know your Bible well will already be talking to the screen saying, Becky, we know that one. Uh, Jesus said, go and make disciples, which is exactly what he did say. Uh, so it's really well known. But hopefully you will be encouraged as, as I have been uh, in looking at this and coming at it from maybe another angle. Um, so I'm now going to check the timer that Joe set for me two minutes ago because I'm actually starting my talk now. I'm, do I'm doing that thing, <laughs> doing that thing that other preachers do when they go, that wasn't my talk. Uh, that was just the intro. So um, go and make disciples of all nations is the thing that Jesus said. He said it to a group of people um, who had been following him for three years. And he said it literally, it was the very last thing he said before he popped off to heaven. I don't know if he popped, but you know. He went to heaven and this was the mission that he left us with and for those of us who've been around and in the church for a long time um, this will feel very very familiar this will feel like the kind of verse that you've heard maybe a thousand times and maybe more um, but hopefully like i said today we're coming in at it and looking at it again so the thing i love about Jesus saying this particular thing is that it is a real active mission. It is go, it is make, it is do, it's a doing thing. It's not um, a while back I got to talk on Jesus saying be born again. 
and we talked about how be born again is actually it's a state of being it's not a doing it's a being this one however this is a doing this is a go do be make create make out of play-doh not make out of play-doh but we did that earlier um but it's not a burden it's not a duty and that's one thing i really like about this it's it's a commission and actually we um biblical scholars and people who aren't biblical scholars sometimes refer to this as the great commission it's a commission it's a call to adventure together with Jesus. It's not a you-must-do-this duty. It's something slightly different. Um, and actually, I was thinking about the word commission. Our friend Noah makes really awesome furniture. It's amazing. And people commission him to make items. And when he receives a commission, it's not a mandate go make a table it's a project where he works together with his customer to find out what they want and how it's going to work and what sort of wood they want their table made out of and then he works it's the beginning of a project and an adventure for him and actually i think that's what this is when jesus says go and make disciples he's inviting us into an adventure so it's active but it's not difficult it's not meant to be arduous um, so this this great commission um, for those of us who have been around church for a long time we've heard a lot of preachers on this particular verse and sometimes it's used to encourage us to go out into the world and tell everybody about Jesus to go and find the sinners and to wrestle them onto the straight and narrow and to keep them there um, and there is nothing wrong with going and telling people all about Jesus. Um, I am fully condoning telling people about Jesus. But I think the idea that this is something difficult, where we are chasing after people to go and force them into being disciples, actually is, it's, it's false. It's not really quite what Jesus was getting at in this. I think more true is that this is a call to really love people, to love people the way that Jesus loved people. Um, disciples are people who follow. Disciples press in. Disciples draw near. Disciples follow closely. If somebody is running away, then right now they're not looking to be a disciple. It doesn't mean God is not with them because God is with us all. And there are plenty of verses in the Bible. Um, even, you know, Psalm, Psalms is full of moments, Psalm 139 even, where we know God is with us no matter where we go. But this call to make disciples, I think it is actually about the people who are pressing in, who are drawing near. Those are the people who want to be disciples. Um, let me just find some notes because that might help us on this mission together. So how we make disciples, we've actually already talked about it with some Play-Doh. Making disciples, I'm talking about building people up, encouraging them, calling out the good things that God has put in them. 
I don't care if these people have known Jesus for 50 years or haven't really met him yet except through you. You can still see the amazing things Jesus has put in them and you can tell them what they are, you can build them up and you can help them to grow. Discipleship and making disciples is a journey. It is a journey from, I don't know anything about Jesus, to I am going to follow Jesus for the rest of my life and I am going to do that every single day. It's that whole journey. And making disciples is building people up. But what I wrote down here is, but actually how? Actually, how do I do that, Becky? Because it's all very well to talk about building people up, but in my everyday, we've talked in church a lot um, over the years about uh, life on life, about spending time together as family. But that feels like a lot of hard work sometimes. Um, I don't know about you, but there are some times when I would, I find it like it's difficult to be thinking about making disciples on the school run. It's not a good time for me to be also thinking about um, how I'm building somebody up in Jesus, because on the school run, I'm usually like chasing around with a pair of shoes under one arm and a coat under the other and just trying desperately to get my children out the house. And yet actually, the way that we understand discipleship, I think it is about all of those things. Um, I've written down here, I thought it was really good actually, I've written down here, you guys will like this. Commit, but find a fit. Or commit and find a fit, because um, it rhymes, and I liked that it rhymes. Um, discipleship and discipling, making disciples, takes energy, it takes time, it does. But also, it's just about letting people into our lives. Um, it, occasionally, it might even mean letting people in on the school run. Um, it might be about eating with people, letting them live in family life, whatever your family looks like, whatever your family life looks like. Discipleship is just living alongside one another and loving people. Um, I've said here, let people in, they will come looking. Remember I said disciples are people who draw near, who follow close. Disciples are people who want to find something of who Jesus is and want to be close to that. If you've got Jesus in you, those people will draw close. Not to you, but to Jesus in you, to Jesus' heart in you. Um, but I have noted down here, set some boundaries, talk to the Holy Spirit, commit to it, make it happen, but find a fit, find a way that it works for you, for your family, for everything else that's going on. Because um, when we don't have good boundaries in our lives, actually, that's when we find that we get burnt out, we're not making space for ourselves, we're not making space for our time with Jesus, just the two of us, um, because that is also very, very important and that people learn from seeing all of that in our lives. We, in our church, we have some really, really good examples of people who do this incredibly well. And there are people who actually, we, we want to draw near to them because they do this well, because they make disciples really well, they build up well. They call out the really good things in the people around them. Uh, if you are a parent or an auntie or an uncle or a grandparent, then you're doing this with your family, you're doing this with your children, you're doing this with the young people around you, you're already doing it. 
go and make disciples is this call from Jesus that basically just says, let's really love the people around us. Let's love them the way that Jesus loves them. Call out the amazing things that God has put into their lives and encourage them. Go and make disciples is all about loving the people around us. Um, I've run out of time, so I'm not going to talk about the all nations bit. But the one thing I will say is I think when Jesus says of all nations, what he's saying is there are no barriers. There are no boundaries. There are no preconceptions. Go and make disciples of everybody. That's what he's saying. Yes, all nations. Yeah, go all over the world. But don't rule anybody out. They can be a disciple. So we're going to pause there. Um, there are a couple of questions that are going to come up in the live chat just to help take this conversation further because I'm just like the starting, I'm the jumping off point and in your hubs and in your families and in your time together as church family over the next week, you can discuss this further and take this further. Um, in your time with Jesus, you can take this further as you discuss what being a disciple is, what making a disciple means. We can do it now when we're done. When we're done with all of this TV stuff, we'll carry on. Um, but thank you so much for having me, guys. And um, can I pray for everybody as we finish? Yeah, Would that be? Okay. Jesus, we want to be disciples. We want to be people who press in and draw near and follow closely. We want to be more like you and we want to help others. That commission, that adventure, walking with you and encouraging others. Jesus, we want to do that and we pray that you would help us. Help us to find ways to encourage the people around us, to love and build up the people that you put around us. Help us to discover those people who are drawing near and who want to know more of you. And Jesus, help each one of us on that journey from beginning to get to know you to living every day sacrificed for you, that we would begin to see our family grow in number as well as in strength and strength as we worship and follow you together. Jesus, we ask that you would be with us all by your Holy Spirit this week and that you would bless every person hearing this message. Amen.